I'm the doctor. I'm a time time. I'm from the planet Gallifrey, the constellation of Hesterberg. Now I see a rat, see a rat. Time and relative dimension in space. It means life. Greetings, humans, Daleks, Time Lords, and timeless children. You are listening to Exterminating Doctor Who. This is the show on Utter Radio where we take unpopular episodes of Doctor Who and debate whether they're really all that bad. With your hosts, Aidan Gula. And me, George Ellis. And in, today, and in today's episode, we are talking about The Timeless Child and Series 13 Rumours. Yeah, it's a bit different to our usual yes. shindig. But, but it's like, if we've had... Well, this is the final one of our series. This is our series finale. But we are doing series two. Please come back yes. for that. Yes, remember that. But this is our series finale. And yes. if we had any series arc across our <laughs> podcast series, it would be The Timeless Child. It, it, it paid us a couple of visits. <laughs> yes. It's, and it's every been time an ongoing, we kicked it out the door. It's been an ongoing thread through many, many, mm. rep, many episodes. Mm. It's like a crack in time, that kind of thing. Yes. I, I'm trying to reference a good kind of story or, arc. I was about to go, or The Vault. That wasn't a great story arc. Um, eh, it wasn't. It was, it was it's I mean, like, let's name a Jodie Whittaker story arc. Um, Timeless Child. <laughs> 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 uh, <it's, laughs> finally, in our series finale, we are going to discuss it a little more because... For you, it's always been an idea. It's always been you know I've, this thing's happened. I've had it. Exp- I've had. I've seen. Like I've read stuff about it online before I'd even spoken to you, and then you've described it to me. So I've always had this idea of what it is. You've always I've, heard about the timeless child, like this yeah. big mystery. And from what I've from heard was you from you. It was it was like the worst thing ever, and I was like, mm. okay, um, it sounds like the worst thing ever, but is it really all that bad? And what have I done? I've decided to, because right. I watched The Timeless Child, so you've got Ascension of the Sideman and The Timeless Children. Is that mm-hmm. the name of it? Yes. I, so I watched those two. But to make sure I kind of fully understood Jodie Whittaker's arc, I also watched Spyfall. Spyfall Part 1 and 2. So I watched four of those episodes in about two days. And I can say for certain, after all watching all that, my conclusion with The Timeless Child is it... <laughs> <laughs> it is the worst thing ever. Yes. I, I've been in a terrible mood and I've been taking it out on people for the past two days. <laughs> because of it. Yeah. It is like watching those four episodes is like Guantanamo Bay torture. And people have been like, are you okay, George? I'm like, I am fine. But Doctor Who isn't, yeah. okay? And that's... <laughs> we'll go into more detail why I believe it is so terrible. And Aiden undersold it for me. He was like, oh, it's bad, it's terrible, it's all this. After seeing it, it's so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the reaction I was ho- hoping for. Because I knew you wouldn't watch it and go, you know what, Aiden, this is actually good. I knew that was not even a possibility. No. But it was either you were going to go, God, this is as bad as you said it would, which says it was. Or you were just going to go, this is so much worse. Mm, and you were you were just... Having someone explained <laughs> it to you, they try and tell you how bad it is, but they'll also... Dilute kind of, it through add, my own mind. Yes, you'll, you'll, you'll just say it how you've interpreted it. But by watching it outright and watching the Masters attempted a PowerPoint presentation on a green screen, it was terrible. And it was the worst. And what is the most important thing for, character, for, for a character? Making them from this character we know into someone who has no parents and is completely unknown and then is adopted and tortured and killed multiple times. That is how you set up the Time Lords, I think. You make yes. them a race of murderers. 
It's just <laughs> well, we're jumping straight in with it before we uh, before we just before as I tease what we've come what we've got to come later on. We are going to be talking about Timeless Child, and it'll be a general th- thread throughout every single episode that we've done. We have a ten minute section at the end where we do what we do to fix this, and yes. that's essentially what we're going to do about Doctor Who as a whole. <laughs> yep. So that's going to be another ongoing theme for this episode. And then we have also got a very interesting article that I found that I want to read because I think that. It's very interesting to see. We are branching into audiobook territory here, so yes, yes. Uh, so I don't know how long that t- I don't know how long that will take, but we can do that and just discuss what we think about it because I think it was. Uh, it's quite interesting to see how certain news outlets and media were very, very positive about the era when it began, and now are basically like. Mm. So it's quite interesting to see that. So I did want to read that article. And then we have right, co- just a heads up, everyone. I haven't actually seen these articles or any of this news, so I'm I'm discovering it or hearing about it for the first time. Yes. with you folks at home. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, we have some random rumors about plot stuff for series thirteen and who's going to be playing the fourteenth Doctor. Oh. And we also oh. have some filming pictures at the end. Warning about the um, film, the rumors, especially the casting rumors. Take them they, all with a grain of salt. They are actually. yes. I don't. I don't believe any of them. <laughs> And they are yeah. the most random list of names you will ever see in your life. Is Warwick Davis one of the closest? <laughs> I feel no. like after the stuff you've, you, the, the feud you and Warwick Davis have, he should play the next Doctor just yeah. to spite Oh, this you. is great. We can reference all our previous episodes to tie it all together, yeah. can't we? This is great. This is so, a yeah. proper finale here. It's like, like what, what's a finale? The, what should a finale do? Tie it all together, give you a nice, satisfying ending. What shouldn't it do? What Line of Duty did. <laughs> what Line of Duty did, what Game of Thrones did, yeah. or what Doctor Who did. Yeah. Well, the and middle of the Star Wars sequels did, and then the end of the Star Wars sequels. Yeah, this, the, the, the Timeless Child is the last Jedi of Doctor Who. Yeah, but with the last Jedi, I can, there are, like, it, although I disagree with the choice, it still kind of flows. Like, it's like, this could have happened, it shouldn't have happened, it should never have been an option. But it kind of goes with it. Mm. And also, actually, the difference I'd say is that by the end of The Last Jedi, at least I came away from it going, oh, they'll fix it in the next film. The, yes, yes, they didn't, but yes. Well, they, well, they, they it, tried it, to. It, but... it, well, yeah, well, they shouldn't have had to fix it because their fixing was just being like, oh, well, <laughs> let's just rubble this out and paint over it with crayons. That's basically what it was. Yes. But at least they had that opportunity. Whereas with Doctor Who... I have no faith that they're ever going to fix this. <laughs> no. And... Though one of the rumours might suggest that they are, but who knows. Um, okay. Ooh. We'll get on to them shortly. So, yeah. Now that you've seen The Timeless Child. Timeless Children. Yeah, but I mean The Timeless Child as a plot. Yes. Across the Well, four. I've been seeing The Timeless Child for like 12 series, haven't I? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true. We've been seeing it for 57 years. No, we haven't. So in in either one phrase or sound, can you just express... <laughs> how about that? <laughs> ...how you feel about it to me? Uh, it, yes. Uh, yes. It's... Last night, when I was sending Aiden like the messages, when I'm watching it, as we always do. Yes, I was there. Usually, I tried to pick up on something positive. I just couldn't with these episodes at all. And also, at some point, I had got to the point where I was so angry, I was just deflated. Like, what is the point of watching any more Doctor? Yeah, it got to a point where I was wasn't sure if you were still watching it because the videos just weren't coming through anymore. I was, so then, but I was so just I, sitting there. I like said this. It, <laughs> it was by the end of the episode of timeless children i sent you that message then saying have you seen that bit where she lets the old guy kill herself and literally as i press send a message came through from you you going she just let this guy kill yeah, himself it, oh, the worst <laughs> yeah one thing i love the doctor for it's 
her ability to just let people die constantly and often being an active participant in their deaths. Yeah, Sorry. it's just... It's just... <laughs> it was... Like, I have... The Town of Strahd as a concept is a terrible idea, and it's done badly. But everything else surrounding this in these episodes is so... It's as bad. Not worse, because the Town of Strahd is the worst thing ever created, but it's as bad. And it's like... Did, was anything thought through? Obviously, we're talking about the Times Child here, so we'd kind of keep off the episodic things. Hmm. But can they? It's just, it's like... But we did say just... I mean, we were saying, I was saying to you, we can just express our episode-to-episode frustrations before um, the recordings. Um, we're going to focus on the yes. overarching plot here. But we did say it managed to mess up the Doctor, the Master, Riversong, the Cybermen. Mm-hmm. It was like the Time Lords, mm-hmm. Gallifrey. Mm-hmm. It was Omega, Rassilon. It's like it if you like... gave them anything, it was like, okay... Each one of these ideas is a golf ball, and each time they ate them. Yes. Like, that's not even <laughs> on the cards for enough golf. No. But they somehow managed to do that. Yes. It's it was just it just doesn't fit in Doctor Who. Not at all. At all, nope. anywhere. Because it was like, yeah, but if you do that, then mm-hmm. that doesn't make sense. And they didn't even commit to it. That's the thing. Yes. They didn't even commit to the idea of the timeless child. It was, okay, you're committing to this idea that's going to completely retcon and ruin all of Doctor Who. But you haven't even thought it through in that sense. It's just, you're, it's it's obvious that it was added to shake it up for the sake of shaking up. And if it was trying to be added as a good reason and they think they thought it through, they did like a minute of, bit of research because every single thing that's happened in Doctor Who is somehow ruined by the timeless child being a thing. River Song. Like they ruined River Song, a completely separate character who's not even alive anymore in the canon, and they somehow managed to ruin the entire character by making the doctor the timeless child. It is it's I'm impressed. I honestly am, yes. to be For honest. For those who are like, what do you mean it messed up River Song? Because people would say that. I, say, I Aiden told me about this yesterday. I forgot about yeah, this. Yeah, he would so. some people wouldn't make that connection. For example, the idea, the reason that River Song can regenerate, as we talked about in Let's Kill Hitler, referencing another previous episode, right. is because she was conceived on the TARDIS, mm-hmm. which means she was exposed to the Time Vortex, which is how it was said. It's Ooh. how the Time Lords get their things. Yeah, I think it was said 50 years ago that the Time Lords got the no, power but of yesterday from... I was told that the Time Lords get regeneration by just taking some blood yes. and putting them in themselves. But the idea was that Time Lords got the ability to regenerate from exposure to the Time Vortex. Sure. Yes. By the Timeless Child being a thing, that means the Time Lords basically just injected the ability to regenerate across their entire species and now they can all regenerate. But how does that explain River Song's ability to regenerate? She wasn't injected. She doesn't come from Time Mm -hmm. Lords. Well, I know what they'll say. It's like in the next episode, it'll be like, oh, River Song went to the doctors one day and they went, oi. Oh, damn. I, oh, come on. That's it's just, like it's just the way nothing, they'll do it. It's just... And then the Cybermen. You can't get into a Cyberman suit. The Cybermen don't want to upgrade to um, mm-hmm. fully robot. That has never been a that's, thing. That's the, that is the... I, if you, <laughs> Cyberman. Okay? Cyber species. Cyber and organic. That is the point. Yes. They're not they cyber not, robots. They're not just cyber. They're the not best, cyber. The cyber. best thing about the Cybermen is that they aren't generic robots. Mm. It, it, it's it's what we've spoken about this before in a previous episode, the body horror thing. Nightmare and, in Silver. Exactly. The most important thing for the Cybermen and what elevates it above every other kind of robot, and it's one of my favorite Doctor Who villains, 
is the body horror element and it being part human. That's what makes mm. it scary. So the moment you're like, actually, the Cybermen want to just be robots, it's like, so they're just drones now. Yeah. Where's the, where, like... Every single thing that made the Cybermen the Cybermen is tossed out the window. Mm-hmm. Every single thing that makes anything, anything, is tossed out the window. Mm. I'm, like, messing up the Cyberman would be a... Right, the thing is, messing up the Cyberman like this, in such a sense, would be terrible, and it'd be unforgivable. And I'd be really annoyed about it. But because they mess up the Doctor as well, it's overshadowed. Yeah, and you sort of forget the Cybermen are yeah. in, even in it, because mm-hmm. you're so preoccupied by something else and then you've also got the master taking the dominant force but i don't really want to call him the master because i think he isn't the he's the least mastery master we've ever seen i I don't get like now he's a fantastic actor he really is what's his name again i completely forgot sasha dewan sasha dewan he's sasha dewan is a fantastic actor he really is i really like him but what happened between getting the script or something where he's playing the master like John Sim did in The End of Time, one of our previous episodes. And it's, it's not even like just the whole of End of Time. It's essentially just End of Time Part 1. Yeah, where he's eating the hamburgers and the chips and all that. Yeah, and he's... It's, yeah. It, it, it's, I look at him, Sasha Dawn playing the master, and I think that's the only possible option that he's derived his master from. And... That's the wrong choice, and even and even and even so, the John Sims Hamburger Master is explained in universe because he's the product of res- resurrection. Yes, so it's like and witchcraft. You, you and would all that. be a bit crazy and mental after yeah, that. Whereas, but he f- kind of figures himself out, and then becomes Missy, and then uh, uh, and then Sasha Dewan comes along, reverses Mich- Mishi Mishi. That was Michelle Gomez and Missy combined. In no, one I day. like it, Mishi. Mishi. He reverses Mishi's entire. Um, character mm-hmm. arc and just doesn't appear as the master whatsoever yeah. we were saying this like the master like the way he writes the master like um session one's master reverses mrs character arc but the way he writes the doctor reverses mrs, mrs. character, character arc. arc yeah because the when when the sorry when the master first appears we'll get we'll quickly power through this when the master first appears the doctor's really angry and is like ah you fiend and i'm sitting there thinking yeah, but you were friends like the last time you met. What? Mm. What is? This? There's nothing happened in between. Why is the master now insane? And why is he? Why is the master saying stuff like "I was never good"? And I'm like, I, literally two series. Ago. Yeah, I've, yes, <laughs> I, I can. It's that's like um, you're in a police interview. The the suspect says, "I've never done that," and then you just get out a picture of them doing something. And it's yeah, like, exactly. It's mm-hmm. like it's like it's like that. Uh, 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 just, I've never just, had any coffee. You're holding that. some coffee. It's like it is. <laughs> it's it's. Ah, uh, it just makes me really. Yeah, but like, again, the master, the, the master's like we've said. We've said this so many times over the past few days, but just like the master has always been menacing and scheming. They're the mm-hmm. best two words to de- describe the master. Mm-hmm. The master has never, bar that one appearance in the end of time, which is explained, which is explained, done the whole crazy woo thing. And that even has so, never Sasha been the Sasha Dorn's interpretation is more crazy. Yeah. I don't. I, I do not understand whose decision it was to do that because it doesn't make sense for the character as an overall story. So if you were bringing this character back after ten years, all of a sudden it wouldn't work. But the fact you're bringing it back after having the master do a character arc where they become good and sacrifice themselves, it makes even less sense for the master to be this kind of a lunatic. It just doesn't work, and they shouldn't have brought him back in that sense. No. Okay, that's enough of the master. Yes. And that is 
maybe enough of our ramble yes, about I, I, was, I will agree with you there about the timeless child but the thing is you could you, people out there hello everybody all three of you out there you can say yeah, well yeah. it's all well and good you saying you don't like this and that you think it's all stupid but what do you think they should do instead then well <sighs> that's what we're here for yeah <laughs> that was very that's what we're here um, I, that was that was very doc that yes. was very kind of eighth if doctor, ju- and the doctor, but probably not the one you're expecting. Very, I like that. Yes. Right now we're standing in the corner of the room, looking all cool. Just picture that if you're listening on audio. Otherwise, you're just staring at our mugs. So, yes. if I just skip over this article for a moment and scroll down to these random rumors, wait, do, do I need do, to do scroll wanna, down as well? Do you want to do the same? You don't have to, but you can yeah. do. Where are we go? He's giving me a laptop here, and I don't know where it. Page where seven. Takes me. Right. There's a rumor that the next series is going to develop the timeless child further. And it is going to reveal that it is not the Doctor, but it is the Master instead. Okay, that's better. It still doesn't work. Because no. like we said about River Song, it still doesn't work. But I'd prefer it. It shouldn't be a thing in the first place. No. Because by making... It just doesn't work. Because what it does is it ruins the, the creation of the Time Lords. And it ruins the time vortex thing in River Song. They'll need to explain the River Song thing. If they're going to go down this route firmly and fully, you need to explain the River Song thing. But I do, I will say it being the master is better than it being um, the, the doctor. Because, okay, because it being the master, we've had the Time Lords m- proper mess with the master before. So them doing this kind of thing isn't kind of out there but i don't really feel comfortable with the original time lords doing this kind of thing when we know time lords really became kind of evil during the time war and afterwards and that's when they did the the terrible stuff to the master so even then it's i still don't like it but i will it's one of those things if they're gonna the lesser evil if they're gonna go full in with the timeless child i would prefer this but i still don't like it apparently this is this is another room but i haven't wrote written it down here because it doesn't seem to be very backed up by anything. But apparently somebody overheard when they were filming, uh, somebody said they were acting out and obviously you can hear the actors and stuff. Apparently they overheard a scene where somebody says to the Doctor, you are not the Doctor, you have always been the Timeless Child. Which doesn't really work with that rumour there, but I don't know what, where they're going with this. You, have you are never, not the Doctor. You have always been the Timeless Child. There's no better way of saying go f*** yourself to every single one of the fans out. But that is... <laughs> the Doctor... Uh, you sh- it, it doesn't work. You're not giving us a revelation of who the Doctor's parents are and making her have these kind of evil parents and she's fighting against that. That's when you can do that kind of thing, fighting against what you're meant to be. But you don't ever add this kind of thing and say you, you're never what you want to be. That's the worst kind of message to send out there. You're not the doctor. You're not this good person. You're this terrible, just, just bland child. Mm. And it it, 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 it ruins it's, the doctor's it's character. Too, it's two messages that it gives off there. It's like, like you just said, it's basically, by a line like that, if that is true, that that line is genuinely going to be in series 13. Which, you, which you, remember, everything, grain of salt. Yeah, ev- everything. I, if you don't want to believe Lump of salt. If, if you don't want to believe anything in any of the rumors in this video that is completely fine yeah we just need to address them <laughs> yes. just in case but it gives you the timeless child gives you two messages and that's what's fundamentally wrong with it a it gives you the ray message that 
you can't be successful unless you come from success essentially mm -hmm. it's Which like is... like unless you're the doctor always in our mind was just a nobody it was just a renegade time lord who just disagreed with their ways mm. and then fled and fought Gall back and fled gallifrey and that's, that's completely a, that's, that's a compl beautiful story exactly. i love that so much that's completely it, fine but yeah. if you then say no the doctor was always destined to be this great thing it's like we've had that done can... before and we've had that kind of thing done better way better but it's but, like, it's, but it doesn't I don't want work. it to be done better because no. it's a stupid idea. And it I is. hate it. It is, it is, it is. I agree with you. But like there is it's just it's not it's like, right for Doctor Who. It's like the problem with the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man films, when they say yes. you were the only person who could have become Spider-Man because of the DNA that his dad used. It's like, no. The whole joy of Peter Parker is that he's a random kid who gets mm -hmm. bitten and does this great noble great thing. Power great power. Like, the whole point is he does it is because he's been given this great power and he believes that he needs to do something. It's with like that. Batman always. It's like Batman being born and his dad going, here's a Batman suit. You're going to wear this one day. It's like, mm, what's the point? <laughs> That's what the time I, I don't. I was going to. Let's not get me started on Batman because we'll be here for like half an hour if you let me do that. Exactly. But. It but is. It's, it's just that's what the time I agree with child you. I achieves. agree with you with it being. You should. I. I. I dislike the destiny of this character being this thing they've always meant to be. The only instance I'm okay with it is with Anakin Skywalker, because if it it really because it with Anakin Skywalker and with Star Wars it is all built around that idea, and it all comes back to it and it all flows perfectly from it, and they're not saying Anakin Skywalker is the birth of the Force because he isn't. He's just someone who's quite... He's got a high midichlorian count. That's what he's got. But it all builds around that idea. And nothing fights that because obviously Lucasfilm have a story department where it's all about making sure the canon flows and it all fits. Which we've said Doctor Who desperately needs. Needs after this. My word, does it need it. But it really... it Basically the idea with in, in um, Star Wars, it doesn't fight itself. It's like we know what we are. We know who these characters are. We just build on that. We don't try and throw stuff out the window unless you're the sequels. But it's good and it works. So Anakin Skywalker works in that sense because he's not the ultimate. But even still, it's not. It, yes. does, it doesn't black and white say he is the chosen one. Mm, yes. It's, it's I believe he Okay, you are right, actually. You know, I believe it's, he it's going. It's going, he's the chosen one. But then Yoda basically goes, might not be. <laughs> it's like <laughs> okay yeah that's but, that's what makes that special because it's like is he the chosen one I, it's like I, yeah. you can believe yes he is but with something like this it says the doctor is the only person to do this and, and it just, also it completely counteracts everything previously so it's even so there's, there's there's a second problem there yeah but it's um what was i saying by saying the doctor is the only person to have who could have ever done this it just ruins everything that we've ever loved mm. about them. We just like this bloke, just traveling, madman in a box, traveling around, just fixing what the problems are. Mm -hmm. When it's like, no, you're there is an immortal demigod and you have all this power. It's like, you're not very special anymore, are you? Mm. It's the reason I don't gel with characters like Superman or Wonder Woman. Like but even so with Superman, he is still just a guy. He's not this, he's not a chosen one. He's just a guy who was saved by his parents. I know, but what I mean, I don't mean that. I mean that they're born with the powers the, and the, things. I prefer superheroes who get their powers. Or the one day they wake up, like mutants, yeah, yeah, when yeah, they just yeah. wake up with their powers one day. And they're like, oh, what's this I've got to deal with? When it's characters, I get when it's characters who are born with, I mean, Superman did have to I deal with this. his powers. It's like, hmm. Yeah, I get, I, mm, right, don't be bringing Superman in here. 
I'm not a fan of Superman. I know actually. that's that's fair enough. <laughs> I I I kind of I warm to him as time progressed, but I he is the anyway, powers. That's, that's, a, that's beside but the thing the point. With Superman, <laughs> the powers don't define him. Whereas with the timeless child, what they're trying to do is they're trying to make but this whole idea do that, define though. the Doctor. You and said, then they don't. The, they the, don't commit to it in the future when the fugitive Doctor returns, and she's like, "Has this ever? Has who have you been ever limited what you've been before?" It's like. But the whole, if you're going to introduce the timeless child, this has to fundamentally rewrite Doctor Who, which is one of the things I would say one of my fixes would be is that, yes, if you're going in with the timeless child And there's idea, no other alternative. You have to fundamentally rewrite everything you yeah. do from now everything. on. Everything. In the way that New Who came back and went, oh, yeah, you know Gallifrey? It's gone now. Mm -hmm. we've, got, we've had a time war. This is our thread. And from Doctors 9 to 12, the effect of the Time Lord played on time the doctor war. you said time yeah war. time war whatever from now on with 13 onwards if you're going to introduce a timeless child that has to be our new time war you everything you do from now on has to be a character progression from the time because child. you've introduced this thing which is undeniably a character changing moment but for some reason in the actual episode it's said to be this huge character changing moment but it doesn't change the character at all no other than make the doctor willing to let an old man kill himself, which, okay, maybe the, the Doctor's just going to be an arsehole now. I don't know. I just, we're going in circles here because I just, no matter how much I try and explain the Timeless Child as a concept, every time there is something where it's like, okay, you do this instead, or this, or it worked, or the Chosen One kind of aspect worked here, or the immortal, or the kind of ultimate character worked here, etc. No matter how many of these options I try and pick out, the way it's done in Doctor Who, the Timeless Child, is just bad. Yeah. So I can't. And so there's just no. And another rumor, anyway. another rumor that there is, is that Rassilon is going to be returning next series, and they're going to find him on a planet that he fled to from Gallifrey because he had Timeless Child knowledge. Hmm. What, what do you mean the rumor, the, ru you knew about, oh, you the rumor is that he's going to be on a planet called Khan which uh, would you know you'd know Khan from it's, Star the, Trek. Pla it's the place where uh, the 8th Doctor regenerates yes I'm with you it's a planet of basically mystics and it was originally introduced in the brain of Morbius do you remember that episode but those but the producers being the Doctors that yes. are now canonized it was introduced in that episode and then we've seen it in Capaldi era and the Eighth Doctor of Minisode, that's basically all we've ever seen him. Mm -hmm. But the rumour is, is that Rastalon is going to be on Khan, having fled Gallifrey. Well, technically, the Doctor banished him, because that's what the Twelfth Doctor did. He came to Gallifrey and went, get off my planet. So Rastalon would have left, survived, and they're going to find him, and I, presumably the Doctor's going to go, well, why did you never tell me about the Timeless Child? And the rest of them will go, why the hell would I have told you about the Timeless Child? And would be like, what? The, what the timeless what? What, what have <laughs> you what been on? What is that? Yeah. He flicks out his Series 12 DVD and goes, oh, I've never played this, actually. <laughs> that is, don't be, bring it. Don't be trying to, right, this is, I can, if they are going down this route, it feels like they're very much, let's just bring back old characters and have them explain it. And then that's definitely going to be. And it will legitimize it for the That's fans. what they feel. That, but that is not how it works. Because the writing He's still being done by someone who doesn't seem to understand what Doctor Who is, which is yes. very sad. That's, that's the big thing, as we I've just realized, you know, 
around. Oh my God, we're half an hour in already. There you go. The big thing about the structure of this podcast is now before we move on to the other rumours, because there are no more times child rumours. The big thing is to say is what what is the big change we want to see from Doctor Who? What do we want to see the fix be? Because as we'll go on to the article shortly before we do the rumours, but the wreck art- on the entire if I had full control, I'd wreck on the entire series. I'd just be like, whoop. I would, Paolo Universe. I agree. I, the, the big thing I would do is I'd say the Master lied. But then the problem is the Master was good, so it still doesn't work. I would say, well, I'd say the Master lied, mm-hmm. and this is a previous incarnation of the Master. Perfect, bingo. Before you let me finish my sentence. Sorry. <laughs> I'd say this is, I'd say it was the Master before Yana. And he's just making this up just to tease the Doctor. Okay. That's what that was. That has, that has been my big change. But while that is going on, you're not going to drop that in episode one. I mean, just do one you, episode and just have that. But that'd be the your arc going forward. You've still got to have the Doctor dealing with it. And I wouldn't have the Doctor just go, it's fine now, fam. La, 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 la. I'd also have a never say for the word fam I'd have ever a, again. I'd have the Doctor in some sort of existential crisis throughout the series. Okay. And then he gets to the finale. Maybe Rassilon does show up. And maybe the Doctor's like, I found out about the timeless child, and then Rassilon could be like, "You what?" Be like, or he could say something like a a trap in the Matrix or something that if anybody ever went in searching for the secrets of the Time Lords, it sent you off in the direction of the timeless child to distract you from doing like fail. Yeah, like yeah, a, I'm fully with you. I'm like fully firewall, with you. like you yeah. can't, you fought, you can't instead ever. Instead of you, instead of saying, "There's nothing here, don't go looking," it's saying, "Oh yeah, you found it." Here you go. Yes, exactly. And while just shuttling away whatever the actual reason is. Yeah. That I'm with it's you. Like you could you could never because like we said, like I said to you, in the Deadly Assassin, a Tom Baker episode, he goes into the Matrix and yes. begs, ends up in this quarry and mm-hmm. has a big fight with an assassin. And the idea of that is to be that you can't go in there and find anything out. So if if the master if there was if Rassilon showed up and was like, The Timeless Child is just a story, we put that in there so you can never get to the true origin of the time lords which is nice because then that restores the mystery because mm-hmm. it's nice to have them as this big oh what are the time lords? Mm. i don't ever really want to know what time lords are mm. shabogans so if you have um gallifreyans if, if you have that well shabogans is technically correct that I has know, that has been a uh, shabogan, shabogan. Uh, I was, toboggan i couldn't toboggan? believe uh uh Chibnall brought that back actually because Shabogan is like an old classic Who thing, and I always thought that's a ridiculous name. And then in the Timeless Child, when it's like Shabogans, it's like really yeah, you're bringing the thing that is, back. I'm guaranteed he just went on Google and was like, "What were Time Lords called?" Classic Who <laughs> episode eighty-two. Click. Oh, hello, Shabogan. Shabogans. But yeah, it's that's what that's that's the thing I do. I want the Timeless Child gone, but we've also got to deal with the Timeless Child. It's the best of both worlds. Yes. In that the doctor's got to be in an existential crisis going, oh my God, my whole life is a lie, blah, 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 blah. But I'm still going to carry on what I'm doing because that's what I'm here for. And then by the end of the episode, finds Rassilon. Rassilon's like, no, that's not real. Just get over the master lied right. to you. The master lied yeah. to you. And then get a definitive placement where this master comes in the timeline. Because we've only got the definitive placement from a Doctor Who annual that says he comes after Missy. Mm. Never, who, it's never said within any of his episodes. So who reads an annual? Just get rid of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just change it. That's the big thing I want from the Timeless Child. I'm fully with you there. It's it's the be- it's it's instead of it means that every that it, it's everything's still kind of canon with the Timeless Child stuff like that like that those episodes can still be watched so that you're not losing them so the money's not wasted there and it also means that we're actually fixing what the problems were created by that. It mm. all 
works and it fixes the master, which is an important part for me. It still doesn't explain why the master's crazy and he will still be my... You can just say he's been in... Because well, that master was like in the... Um, 1800s and then he was in the then he was in world war Two. so that so that iteration of him's been through a wee bit so maybe he's just yeah, kind of but he'd still be my second least favorite master who's your fully least the second version of the uh well one i can't remember which one is now but one of the crispy masters crispy. And he's all there's two crispy masters and he's all burnt and horrible. One of them just plays it way too. <laughs> I can't remember if it was the first or the second one, but he's my least favorite. Okay. And then it's Sasha Dewan. And then it actually used to be that one and then Eric Roberts and then Sasha Dewan. But now that we've revisited the TV movie, I actually think, although he's campy and he's more menacing and sort of scheming than Sasha Dewan is. So mm. he's actually he's actually gone up in my Yeah. Which is impressive, here. considering I dislike that master. Oh yeah, I can't bit. stand that master, but it's impressive that he's gone up in the ranking, <laughs> yes. isn't it? Really shows you something. So, really, if you're saying what was the point of the timeless child rant at the beginning of this podcast, it's just because we're saying these are the problems with it. Mm -hmm. But it's okay if you want to deal with that, but you still have to get rid of it because it just fundamentally cannot work. There's not a cat and ales challenge. Well, Helena, on, sorry, I'll, we'll get onto that in a second. Yeah, that's a completely different even topic. So, um. I just read something. Other uh, rumours that we'll address now for series 13, and then we're going to talk about who's going to might be the 14th Doctor, and then we'll read that article. We can have a look at some filming pictures as well while we're here. So this is the big thing. Series 13 rumours. I did some research last night to try and find out what's going on because mm -hmm. there's been loads of filming pictures. He did stuff. the research. I watched four episodes of Doctor Who. I had it worse. Yeah, okay? yeah absolutely you did because I watched some hysterical YouTube videos. But anyway... Um, so let's begin with, there is a rumour that the Autons are returning. That has been a big thing, and they're going to be a Who big... are the Autons again? What do you mean, who are the Autons? My brain's forgotten. The plastic people. Ah, yes, I'm with you. Who are the Autons? I forget the names. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a rumour that they're returning, but there hasn't been any pictures. Now, if you scroll down with me, George, here, can you see the pictures of the Sontarans? Sontaha. I'll put them up on the screen for people watching. If you don't, not... just, 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 just put up a picture of like a... Dog if you're not if you're pool. not watching and you're just listening, then either just imagine Sontarans or Google thirteen series thirteen filming pictures yourself. <laughs> That's a lot of effort. <laughs> exactly. Well, this is the benefit of watching Inter on. interactive podcasting. That's, it's a that's new the thing. benefit of watching on YouTube. So there's the rumor that the Autons returning, and there's the rumor that there are Zygons returning. But if you scroll down, you can see Sontarans, and beneath them are Weeping Angels. So in an episode in a series that has already been confirmed to have eight episodes because of the reduced COVID count. That would mean four returning villains. Is that overkill for series 13? Half the series with returning... Yes, I, it is, definitely. Maybe, I'd say so. I think so as well. It's nice to have... If it, if it is eight villains, eight villains, then it's like, come on. But if it's like maybe a two-parter with one villain and a two-parter with another... Well, the, like the, maybe... there is a rumour that the opening, the episodes one and two, is going to be a Sontaran two-parter. Is it going to be the Santarans versus Weeping Angels? That'd be weird. No, the rumour is that the Santarans are infiltrating Earth's history to study their battle techniques. So they go to basically all the most famous battles in history. Well, you just need to go to... Um, I was going to say Shang Tsung then. Um, ah, the war book written by the war guy. What's it, what is it called? Oh, I can't remember. I know what you mean. Art of War. Yes. I can't think what the name of the... Sun Tzu? No, 
I think it might be Sun Tzu. I think it might be something like something that. Something like that. But anyway, the idea is that that's the plot. And episode two is rumoured to tie in with an upcoming Torchwood novel, which means we might get Jack in it as well. Lovely. I'm just I'm just looking at the pictures now. Yes, that's a little that's just a little rumor for you. So I do think four villains is a bit overkill. But there is an alternate that the Zygons haven't been spotting on the Zygons haven't actually been spotted on set, but their logo, like the symbol that they use for their tribe kind of thing, has been spotted mm -hmm. on something, which is why people have said Zygons. However, people have said it could just be that unit are making a return. Mm -hmm. Which is nice. But the thing, I don't know if you know this. In series 11 of Doctor Who, it was confirmed that the unit were disbanded. Okay, how was it confirmed again? Remind me. They basically, it was it was a really cheap Brexit joke. Okay. And they said that now that Brexit has happened, the UN have the UN and the EU have basically stopped funding to unit and they were split up. That's very petty, but all right, I'm with you. It was the worst, most frustrating thing I've ever known. So all these times in Jodie Whittaker's era when realistically unit would have shown up and dealt with it. They haven't been because there. Because it was a line in um, Spy 4. It was like, what about Unit? And then it's like, Unit's been disbanded. And I was like, oh, really? All right. That seems yeah. like a bad idea. It's extremely frustrating that they did that. But it's it maybe Chibnall has realized that everybody is really pissed off with that. And is like, okay, I'll bring them back. Hmm. Which, of all these Series 13 rumors, I'm quite happy about that. One. Yeah. No, it, it, it's good to bring them back. It shouldn't have been... The fact they, they shouldn't, shouldn't have been, been, they shouldn't have first... been disbanded in the first place. Yeah. But okay, bring it's them nice back. that you're bringing Good. them back. That's another rumor. So that's uh, duh, duh, duh. uh yeah. So other filming pictures. Let's go look at these filming pictures now. You looked at the Santarans. I'm assuming you've looked at the Weeping Angels. I'm not sure really what the plot with the Weeping Angels is going to be. Apparently, a generic street. That's what I'm seeing. There was another scene where they were filming on a beach as well, but the picture wouldn't fit on the document. But um, <laughs> there is a rumor. <laughs> there is a rumor that we're going to see a CGI Weeping Angel flying. Uh, how? Don't can like we, that. How can we see a weeping angel fly? The whole point of the weeping angels is that we don't see them move. I don't like that. With scary things, the moment if they, the moment you show us more, you need to be, you 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 just oh, the moment right when it comes to scary and horror and all that kind of stuff, the more you show us of the scary thing, the less scared we become of it because we then understand it more. It's simple, it's kind of it's just how it is. The Weeping Angels, their whole scary thing is the teleporting. The fact you don't see them move. And then you're just done. If we see a Weeping Angel move, that's not scary. Because that's not why the character's scary. No, and I... Like, a, a Weeping Angel just floating like that mm -hmm. would look ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But a Weeping Angel floating with its wings flapping would look even worse. That would just look horrendous. I mean, isn't a weeping angel made of stone as well? <laughs> so that's that. If you scroll down on further, you can see two new aliens that have been spotted. It's unclear whether they're just going to be villains or just aliens, but let's presume they're going to be aliens. They're going to be aliens. Yeah, you've got black mask, and you've got some weird Nosferatu-looking thing. What? Why is Ewan McGregor in this? He's not, by the way. That was just he played black mask in Birds of Prey. Yes, we know. <laughs> yeah, but my, my right, my mum's listening to this. She'd have no idea. She'd be like, "Oh, you're McGregor." Wow. I got to explain for her. So, what do you think? Of the, what do you think of these two? The the two aliens. The alien new things. Uh, the first one looks absolutely boring. Second one kind of interesting, but also seems best buddies with the Doctor. So it's like, okay. I think the black mask kind of one looks. It looks like a Marvel villain to me. 
he can't. If, if he showed up in Guardians of the Galaxy, I wouldn't bat, bat an eye. Yes, and also he seems like he's more kind of a, an assassin. Yeah, this bodyguard to be fair, kind of this thing. guy does intrigue me. There's some more than the. It's I, I like a new villain. It's yes. interesting more than seeing, especially after we've had some really <laughs> villains in the uh, yeah. Whitaker era. That does seem quite interesting to me. Yes. The other aliens, to me, seem like they're going to be friendly aliens and not villains. Yes, I'm with you there. They they remind me a lot of a lot of the um. Baka Kakalaka Laka. Balakafalata. That's the one! Those kind of people. Yes. Kind of just, you know. Or an episode like Chris Ferguson's second when he's on the, you know, watching the Earth burn and there's all, all the different kind of aliens yes, there. Yes, that's yes, what, yes. That, it's nice seeing some friendly aliens. Of. That I'm good with. Good. Yes. Yeah, they look to me, just from these two filming pictures, as if they're basically showing the Doctor around somewhere. That's what it looks like to me. They've ar- The Doctor's arrived somewhere and they're going, have a look at this. Yes, have a look at definitely that. on the <gasps> second one. You've got one looking up and then you've got the other one kind of doing sort of embrace. Kind mm. of, hello, hey. And they're wearing relatively regal clothes. So I think it's she's gone to a posh party. Something like that, or has yeah. been taken somewhere regal. I think so too. See, look at that detectives right there. Yeah, this is what we're here for. We're addressing some of the things, giving you our, our theory on it, and then yes. just go right down to the bottom. We can look at Yaz and whatever his name is now. I can't think what John Bishop's character name is. They have they have said his it. name is John, isn't it? Oh. Pretty sure it's John Bishop, Doctor Who. So what are your thoughts on John Bishop being the new doctor? Oh, the new doctor. <laughs> being the new companion. Dan. Dan, he's playing Dan. I, I'm not a fan. I mean, I'm not a fan of any of the new companions. And this is not helping me. I'm not a fan of them doing... Are what... they replacing any of the old companions? Or are they just adding another one? Well, Gra- Graham and Ryan have gone, haven't they? Oh, yeah, because they rode off into the... <laughs> they saw the ghost of <laughs> Grace. They saw Amazing Grace and disappeared. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. So they've gone and so it's two, just these two now. Okay. Better, 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 better. I would also, have rather Can we just have one? I would I would have rather just Yaz. Mm-hmm. Because Yaz then you has, can develop that character. Because Yaz has had no development, but as you said in the time as children or whichever episode it was, Graham's going, You're amazing, you you've done so much and we're all watching it going, Has she? What's she done? So it'd be nice for in series thirteen just to have the Yaz, the Yaz, the Doctor and Yaz together, mm-hmm. and let's just give Yaz some development. And also, it's good for the character development of both characters together. Yes, because the companions are great when it's when you get to see how they are with the Doctor rather than just how they are with the other companions, which yes. is always boring. But instead, we're going to overshadow her with the very strong personality of John Bishop. Now, I'm not a fan of John Bishop's comedy anyway. I think he's quite a He's a decent bloke from what I've seen in interviews, but his comedy doesn't do it for me. I can't imagine him acting, and I'm not sure how that's going to fit the tone of Doctor Who. I do hope his comedy doesn't translate into it because it is too, what's the word, loud. Bradley Walsh translated, and Bradley Walsh was the best of a bad bunch. He he, he He wasn't amazing, but he he was the best of From what Bradley Walsh could do, and not ignoring the writing, ignoring what Bradley Walsh himself could do, he worked. And I've seen Bradley Walsh in other things where he's acted before and he's been fairly decent. I haven't seen John Bishop act and I'm sceptical how it's going to work. I it don't could be he could be amazing, but just see, it, it seems to be what Doctor Who did in the late 80s where they just basically got... What famous they, people. What they did was they got famous people, but specifically comedians and entertainers to be in Doctor Who, to be like, they've got a big audience, let's bring them in. And that's literally what Doctor Who are doing. It feels right very much now. like just clutching at straws. We're losing people, big name. 
That's, that's all it feels exactly. like. That's what I'm scared about. He could be amazing. Don't get me wrong. He could be. But to me, it feels like very much like performance casting. Yes, I'll hold out judgment for him until I see what he does. But, but I'm skeptical. Yes, I'm not... I have I have more. I'm more wary than I am looking forward to seeing how it plays out. Unlike someone like when they released the mini so that announced Bill, and she was doing the whole "What's a Dalek? It's got a toilet plunger. It's got an egg whisk." That kind of thing. I was sold immediately, mm-hmm. and it's, I was like, I can't wait to see her in Doctor Who. From that thing of the clip of him when he's just unloading something out of the back of a van, I'm not like, I can't wait to see Dan. I love the name as well. I, it's, Dan. It's, there's nothing... Okay, okay, Dan, with your white van, we're going to... Or they're doing a bait and switch and he'll be killed off instantly. That'll be quite interesting. There's Bam. nothing that instills me with confidence. If, if Right, if you're going to do this kind of thing with a huge celebrity, it should prob- I believe it should be just one special, like a special. He would be a fine special companion, yeah. But he should but not be But I don't know about permanent. series regular. Maybe, hopefully, if this is truly Jodie Whittaker's last series, it might be quite nice just to have him for one series and leave at the same time as yes. I liked, um, you know, Kylie Minogue in David yes. Tennant's. Ama- I really liked her in the special. I don't think she would have worked as a series companion. No. Though. And that I feel the same way with John Bishop here. He'd be good as a special. But I don't think you should have the celebrities who... Because the thing with John Bishop, he'll overshadow the Doctor as well. I think so, because he's got such a strong personality. Yes, and the accent, and it's just, it's very loud. And I feel like that's the worst thing you can do with a companion. Overshadow the Doctor. Yeah. Because it's called... But if he does stay stay on with the next Doctor, let's have a look at who... Nice little segue there. Let's have a look who is rumoured to be the next Doctor. I've got to scroll up now. He's really put this together badly. Well, I was in, intending to do this in the order that it's in, but we've ended up going on a different track. But anyway, so there are some very random rumours for the 13th Doctor. And these, some of them are, I look I look at some of the names. I look at some of the names and I go, that's just not going to happen anyway. That's just the book. Hell no. Let me, before you interrupt me, man, let me say my point. There are some very, some names I've looked at with these when I've gone, that's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it's been pretty much confirmed that it's going to be a woman it, it seems that that's just what's going to happen so when i look at list and it's like going will richard iowardi be the next doctor i'm like no of course he won't be and then it's like it's 10 to 1 odds that michael sheen will be the next doctor and i'm like great casting but no he won't so these are the names that i've seen and one of them is in there that they've they've denied it but i think it's quite funny to address those are the names that seem to be the front runners but i don't believe it's going to be any of these so yes, the one you've mentioned twice already, and I can see you're dying to mention, is Helena Bonham Carter is rumoured to be the Way too doctor. big of a name. Way too big. Are they insane? Who wrote this list? Was she not married to Tim Burton? Am yes, I correct in saying yes, that? you there are. There is no way. No goddamn way. She's going to be the doctor. She's going <laughs> to What? <laughs> that is no way. Absolutely uh-uh. not. Way out of your league, Doctor Who there. You are punching like eight yeah, that, weight you might, classes You above. might as well put Meryl Streep on that. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, mental. Just, no. like, that's, of course, that's not going <laughs> to happen. So that's one that I just think is just ridiculous. Another one that I think is ridiculous, and they've even interviewed him and said, what, is Ollie Alexander. I don't know. The, I'm going to have to do a Google with the names. Well, there's no internet on that. There'll be no internet on there because there's no internet in this room. But Ollie Alexander is from years and years and as in the band and he was in It's a Sin. Which you never finished, by the way. I need to... Listen, I got distracted. I will finish it, I promise. But he is Richie Tozio, the main guy in It's a Sin. Gotcha. And he had, obviously, in It's a Sin, they have that scene with Daleks. Mm -hmm. 
So for some reason, somebody went, 14th Doctor, and Alexander's gone. No. No. <laughs> it's not me. That's very, so much, that... <laughs> that's very much how fans work. You've been near Doctor Who somehow. Yeah, so that was, what, that was another one that I just thought was ridiculous. Now, these last three names are all from Line of Duty. So, hey. so that people have gone, Woo. Line of Duty's finished. There's big female characters in that. Let's see who it could be. Now, Vicky McClaw is rumoured to be the Doctor, and she's genuinely one of my choices. Vicky plays Kate. Yes. Yes. We all know, we all know, yes. But she is one of my choices I would cast as, as a female Doctor. To now that fair. I've heard this, I'm very much like, yes, please. My mom, if my mum is listening to this, which I doubt, but my if she is. is listening to this, I'm not talking about your mum. But my mum is. You see. My mum. If my mum is listening to this, which I don't think she is, she is not a fan of Vicky McClaw oh. whatsoever. So if I said to her, I'd, I'd like Vicky McClaw to be a female doctor, my mum would say, absolutely not in a million years. <laughs> but I do think that would be a good choice. I really do like Vicky McClaw, and I, I loved. Line of Duty up until the last series, last finale. Um, so I that one that one gets my seal of approval. I'm very I'm I I am hundred percent on board with that. That'd be great actually because she's a fabulous actor. She really is, and I think... and she's from Nottingham, so it'll be nice to have right, a Nottingham yeah, accent yeah, okay. in Doctor Who. That that's a nice that's a bonus. <laughs> but I think the main thing is here, which I'm happy about about it being a female Doctor, is the fact they're sticking with a female Doctor and not making it a gimmick. Yes. Yeah. It's sticking to your guns because it's it's the right choice, and it shows you that you're, you like it. It's good. It means you're not um, connecting the bad series with the fact it was a female doctor because yes. they're completely separate things. But if you were to have a male but doctor you, now, it would it would be like, oh, so that didn't work. But yeah, yeah, which another, isn't true. Another but I'm name, happy being a female another doctor name next. that it could be is Kelly McDonald, who is well, you can't you tell by McDonald that she's the Scottish one from the last series. Joe, was it? Yes, I'm with you. Yes. Joe Davidson. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Joe Davidson. Yeah. He doesn't even watch Line of Duty. He watches, he watches it through Gogglebox. Yeah. And well, they watch the enough factors. of it. They watch enough of it. Don't, I follow the plot through Gogglebox. That's how much they watch of it. I don't care about watching it in full. I just get the bullet points. So, I actually don't think we're going to have time to read this article now, but that's fine. Um, Kelly McDonald, what do you think about that? I don't really like that. She reminds me a bit of Lorraine. and I, I don't really like Lorraine. So <laughs> I don't. I, I think she was good in Line of Duty. I don't think she'd be a good choice for the Doctor, personally. No, she seems a bit kind of timid. From what I've seen of her, she seems a bit kind of timid The thing and about Vicky and... playing Kate is it's strong and there's presence there. And the Doctor is a very is a character with a lot of presence in a room and they control the room. Yes. I believe Vicky could be like, listen here, all right, I'm going to save your ass. Get over it. Whereas with Kelly, I don't think it would quite... I haven't seen her play that kind of role before. And I'm not saying she couldn't, mm. because I have, but I just haven't seen it before, and I think I've got more faith in Vicky being able to do it. Same. And the last one is Anna Maxwell Martin, who played the sort of sour new boss of. I, for, I forget her name, but I'm with you. What her name is, but you know who I mean. The one yeah. who just shows up on crime scenes and is like, "Let's do this, that," and he's like, "Oh, shut up." <laughs> I mean. I'm not Presence opposed to the is there. idea. Presence yeah. is there. And she's a good actor. And I haven't seen much of her because she wasn't in Line of Duty that much. But but I believe... I think she could play... I, th I think she could play it well. So it, I like if it were um, Anna or Vicky, either of those, I'd be like, okay, good. Good choice. And she either would one be, could work, I, I am right in saying, she would be a actor who has played a role in Doctor Who previously. Mm, who did she play? Well, we did it on this podcast. Do you remember Suki in Long Game? 
who at one point you said, why do I look like Suki? <laughs> oh. So she has been in Doctor Who before. What? Wow. That, uh, they're the same person? Yes. Obviously, she's aged a lot. She's no, but, aged but, but it's 16 just... 16 years, but... Wow. Well, yes, because uh, she looks like me. Yes. I'm voting for... <laughs> wow. Yes, yes. I'm... I Yes. I'd say... Because I've now now that I've seen her play that kind of character in Doctor Who, now that I remember that, that's that's a range, that's a range there, isn't it? Mm. So I think I do think if I had to pick anybody off this list from the realistic ones, which is just those three names, Vicky McClure, I'd be very happy with. But if Anna Max or Martin got it, I wouldn't be opposed. I'd, I'd be happy with either. Yes. Personally, I'd probably prefer Vicky because I've same seen her more, and I kind of I like. I yeah, know. and I know her from other things yes. as well. So. But between the two, either or is great, mm. and I'd be a hundred percent on board. And like, that's actually exciting. I'm kind of, I hate it when rumors get me kind of excited because I'm kind of like, damn it, I'm gonna be disappointed, aren't I? But it's like either of these, I'd be like, yes, because I haven't had this feeling of being excited for a doctor in a while. But I do think I don't think there's really gonna be time to read this article now. But I'll, I'll just pick some points okay. from it because the, what this article was really interesting and I would have liked to have read it but whatever is it's talking about the rumour that Jodie Whittaker is going to quit and it's talking about how that's actually going to be quite disappointing for her doctor but how it makes sense because it's saying she's been on the, she's been on the show since 2017 she's had the least amount of episodes of any new Who doctor besides Christopher Elkiston she's not had a chance to flesh out her character and she's basically been failed by the BBC. That's the point in this article from The Telegraph. But it's saying, after the Timeless Child disaster, it does need a refresh. So it's saying we need her to leave, but it's a shame that she is. And I very much agreed with that sem sentiment. And it's talking about, there's, an, there's a thing here, it's saying it's not Whitaker's fault, she's an amazing actress, but... The doctor that she's been given says here, Whitaker hasn't been given a chance to flex her talents in the way that Eccleston Smith Capaldi and especially Tennant were. Saddled with too many companions, three full-time sidekicks, not to mention guest stars, including Captain Jack, the 13th doctor often struggled to make herself heard. She spent too much time breathlessly explaining stuff to too many people, spouting plot exposition and as an authority, an authorial cipher. Chibnall hedged his bets by having two male and one female companion to ensure gender balance. This merely meant four characters competed for camera time and none of them were fully convinced. This is all stuff that I... I agree with 100%. Completely agree with. He does go a little bit telegraphy here, but bear with. Oh, God. The 13th, Doctor adven 13th Doctor's adventures were often flat, worthy, and woke, often starting promisingly but soon disappearing up their own space-time continuum. In the midst of mediocre writing, Whitaker was unable to carve out a strong identity. She was neither frightening, fierce, nor funny like previous incumbents. Yes, she had warmth and fizzling energy, but that wasn't enough to fully flesh her out. Instead, she was made slightly socially awkward and needy, forever talking about friendship, trying to make her fam catch on, cracking corny jokes and straining to be down with the kids. It's like a lack of confidence in the character becoming female found its way into the uneven writing. She was made tomboyish and surrounded by men, so her femininity didn't scare the horses. Unfortunately, all this achieved was to drain her of originality and dilute Whitaker's undoubted charisma. Um, fully, I, I, I agree with you because I agree with that because they didn't embrace the character being a woman. It's like they half-assed that, and it's like, 
then you know it was just yeah exactly this yeah. is this is what this is the big point about what we're it's another fix for us to say what we want to see from series 13 is yes it's nice to have these nice to have these villains and continue the timeless child plot but i do think it should be whitaker's last i don't think she should stay on any longer because we need a refresh i think jody had more but she had so much more potential she did but as we've said in the Witchfinder, yes the, the witch finders is an episode that proves mm. how strong that doctor can be it's a, i really enjoy that episode i really do mm. but with jody she's had she's got potential she had ways she could have done so much more she could have done but she's just run out of time and if she does more episodes it's just it is the time to go and it's sad but you're just out of time and especially what we're saying just as we've just said as about, about the doctors just then it's time to go yes you're right most doctors all new who doctors obviously besides because Rogerston have done three series mm-hmm. that was pretty much the standard through the classic series as well to do three series i think i believe it was even troughton who's the second doctor who said do three three years and go so that's the standard thing. She's had three series now, but it's just a shame that we haven't got the Doctor that she could have been. And I yes. think by having her deal with Timeless Child in series, her series three rather, as we've said, as a plot thread before then revealing it wasn't true anyway, is a good way to actually give her some existential development. And then by giving us a female Doctor, as we've just discussed then, you're not making it a gimmick. And it will make... It will, it will sort of make Jodie Whittaker worth it in the long run and you can still have her as the groundbreaking first female doctor mm-hmm. and it won't feel as it won't feel like it's a forced decision that's wedged in from the ham-fisted writing that we've had mm-hmm. and I think actually if you do what we've said today which is the point of this podcast today is that the legacy of the 13th doctor in the future will be much more positive yeah I'm 100% with you I I can't really add more to that. I am no. Uh, this is why I thought this article was really, really interesting read mm. because it was. It is. I read it and it was just nailing things that I couldn't quite put into words. Yes, it phrases. Well, it's obviously they're a writer. We're just well, yeah, blurting true. our this mind. Is, but is, no, it, it, it phrases written, what you're trying to written say. Written by a man called Michael Hogan. So obviously he is <laughs> very good. Very good journalist here. Yeah. But yes, carry on. Um, yeah, it puts into words what we can't quite express succinctly. There was a line in this as well that said, uh, many Doctor Who devotees expected Whitaker to stay until the 60th anniversary special in late 2023. Now it seems she might well be hanging up a blue colotte, rainbow striped top and sonic screwdriver two years early. Jodie Whitaker has done her best with an undercooked role during a dodgy era for Doctor Who. She has been likeable, inspiring, bravely heroic and a good role model for young girls. Sadly, she's been badly let down by her bosses. If she is quitting earlier than planned, it's a shame, but I can't say I blame her. Something that another uh, we've said before that is sort of overshadows the Doctor is the constant churning out of Tenth Doctor era material. Timeless Time Lord Victorious is full of Tenth Doctor material. All the adventures are full of Tenth Doctor material. Comics are full of Tenth Doctor material. Even the Thirteenth Doctor's official comic run had the 10th doctor like don't get me wrong i love the 10th doctor and i think obviously i think he's amazing but you can't be selling us on what was because otherwise i'm gonna jump on and i'm gonna be like what the it's like are we in the wrong era here i'm not sure you need to be you in the outside in the outside stuff the extended universe you need to be selling me on either the what's to come or what is happening because you need to sell me on that because i'm gonna then come and watch that 
don't try and sell me on what I've previously seen. You can have old characters come back, but you can't be focusing on the past because that's gone. And I don't want you to tarnish that either. But it seems that if this rumor is to be believed, and I definitely take this some of the pinch of salt, is that the series is going to end with more Tenth Doctor oversaturation by having him cameo in the finale, which would tease the 60th anniversary special. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. Am I supposed to be sad about that? <laughs> Listen, okay, yes. I will say I don't want... I don't... And I can't the rumor, lie. The rumor... I wouldn't mind having David Tennant back because I love him so much, but how much of a role are we thinking? Well, it will be... Te- apparently, it's just... Apparently, the insider rumor, mm-hmm. whatever that means, is that David Tennant is going to be the only returning Doctor in the 60th anniversary. So it'll be presumably either Jodie Whittaker and David Tennant or the new Doctor and David Tennant. Mm-hmm. And his role in the finale would just be a tease, probably like the the way the War Doctor was teased in yes. the name of the Doctor, where it's literally John Hurt turning around. It comes up introducing John Hurt as the Doctor, or like at the end, it'll just be kind of like the TARDIS shows up and he just opens the door, like "Oh, hello there," in like it'll a be Scottish s- accent for some reason. Allegedly, something like that. Yes. But the thing is that I don't understand about this rumor is the anniversary special is two years away, mm-hmm. and yes, there are big big gaps between the series now Jodie Whittaker's first series was in 2018 second was in 2020 and it's looking like her next one will be in either 2020 will probably be in 2022 so it's two years between series now Mm -hmm. so if this does air in 2022 then it's like come back next year that actually does kind of make sense because it was 2018 was a series 2019 was a one special 2020 was a series 2021 has so far just been one special so if 2022 at the end is series then 2023 will probably be one special which is slow but which is six years it does it does fit in with the timeline this rumor i bought definitely take this it feels like it's the problem is when you name a big name like david Tennant, and you're like they're coming back i'm like i don't believe you as far as i can throw you but until there's an announcement if yes exactly but if i think about it i'm like I wouldn't mind having David back. I wouldn't mind that. Well, but why, but why is... can't they bring back someone else as well? I mean, why not bring back Capaldi? Just, and I know Capaldi said he never wants to do it again, which is incredibly sad. But why? It feels thing is like we're the... putting all our chips on David Tennant. That's the thing. As much as, again, I like the Tenth Doctor. Yes, he's aged now and really doesn't look like the Tenth Doctor anymore. <laughs> but... I don't like the oversaturation. And this is, I don't know if you watched the video that I sent you, but it's basically saying this isn't Chibnall's fault. This Because the the way the BBC is run, there's like a marketing thing and then it's everything. And it's all done by separate departments. And the extra Doctor Who content isn't run by the same people who do the TV series, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's that department who are going, 10th Doctor, 10th Doctor, 10th Doctor. You remember the 10th Doctor, don't you? Here's a 10th Doctor doll. Here's a 10th Doctor this. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. If then the TV series is going 10 as well, it's like, Am I in 2008 again? Like, what year am I in? Mm-hmm. I thought I was in the 13th Doctor era. I wanted 13th Doctor era stuff, but instead you're just slapping me in the face over and over again if you're with the bring... 10th Doctor. And it's like, yeah, I did that 11 yes. years ago. Bringing back a character like the 10th Doctor, it worked for the 50th because it was kind of like nothing's happening, nothing's happening. Boom! 10th Doctor's back, baby. It was like suddenly, ah! But the problem is with doing all the extended universes, 10th Doctor, 10th Doctor, 10th Doctor, there isn't really any time for us to be shocked by this. No. It's just like, 
Eh. It's it's not mind blowing. It's, it's like the tenth Doctor's back. It's like kind of like well, yeah. <laughs> it's like if in the MCU they brought Tony Stark back, but in every other movie they were mentioning the fact Tony Stark might be coming back. Or like in the comics, it was a constant like he could be alive. It's like there's no. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's, I feel like there's an example boom. of that that Marvel kind of did when it's. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, I feel like there was a thing where somebody was basically in a bunch of films and then the next one it was like, they're back. And it's like, yeah, they never went away. I feel like... It's that It's that kind of... Yes, it's that kind of feeling where they never went. It's yeah. exact. It's a bit too quick, but I would... I'd like... I wouldn't... I'd, right, I'd like David Tennant back. I would. I'd love that. But the problem is it doesn't really feel like he ever left. So I feel like if we're going to no. have him back, if this you've is got true... To make it, you've, got to desert, you've got to earn it and make, yes. it, make it worth and it. And this will probably should just be his last time and make it a big bang. If you're going to have him back so soon, make it a big... That's yeah, that's think. the thing. As much as I would like him back, I'm sort of like, I'm a bit fatigued by it. The way it feels is a bit like they're rebooting a film that only came out a few years ago. That's the way it feels. It's like, I don't know, let's think of a film that's... I don't know. Let's say it's something like, let's just take my favourite film ever, Logan, for example. It's like Marvel just went, we're doing a Logan reboot. And it's like... It's like the, the next film they just had Wolverine back. Completely yeah, different actor. And it's like... But like, yeah. but doing essentially the same thing. Yes. It's like, let's just do Logan again. And we're gonna, it's going to be called Logan. And he's going to be old. It's like, haven't we just had that? If he was a bit like, I would much rather Matt Smith to come back. Or really, now he's doing audio stuff. Let's get Christopher Eccles to come back. That would be... See, that... Boom. That would be incredible. Getting Chris Freckles in the bag. Do that. Then, okay, done. Do that. But, but like you said, my ideal thing for this would be get every new Who Doctor back. I, 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 the fact we haven't had that makes me very... Because in the 50th, it was like War Doctor was going to be Chris Freckleson, then he became John Hurt. Amazing replacement. But I would love to have Chris Freckleson, David Tennant, Matt Smith, Capaldi, and Jodie Whittaker, and then maybe even the new one, all... Maybe not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. But having the new Who Doctors, or at least the ones we couldn't get in the 50th anniversary back, back would be would make this something special. Yeah. Another thing, and also, if you really want to go crazy, get David Bradley, first Doctor. Go for it. He'll be yeah. more, willing, more than willing to do Why that. Why not? Reese Shearsmith played Patrick Get the Trout. Doctor back. In in the in Adventure in Space and Time, Reese Shearsmith played Troughton. Some people weren't happy with that, but I thought it was actually very good casting. Get him in. And as much as he says he doesn't want to do it, get Sean Pertwee to play the third Doctor. He's been asked a million times, do you want to do that? And he said no. But I think... Give him enough money. Give him enough money it. and he'll yeah. be like, where's that frilly scarf? I, I will never play the Doctor, <laughs> but if you give me enough money, I'll play any I would, you want. I would like do the first... It's honestly what I would do for the 60th because it's the 60th anniversary. That's a mental milestone, mm -hmm. even bigger, even bigger than 50th. So go even further out and get all your new Who Doctors and the first three Doctors. The other what four, five, six, seven, a bit complicated. It'd be a bit random for eight to be there as well, as much as I'd like him to come back. But it'd be a bit awkward to get those Doctors because yeah. you'd probably have to get either replacement actors or de-age them. And I don't think the BBC definitely doesn't have the budget for that. <laughs> so. That's what I. That's that'd be another thing I'd say, to do. But whether or not they. And we're theorizing about having all these doctors. And okay, cool, great. But if I'm going to be realistic, I don't want to oversaturate it with all the doctors. So, if, who? I honestly, if we, a part of me would just like one back. Like, no, I, I, but I think. But I think you've got to. You got to go big. You've got to step up from the fiftieth. You can't because yeah. the fiftieth is already the peak. So it's like you don't want to do the sixtieth again. Oh, it wasn't as good as the fiftieth. 
you want to go, oh my God, that was even better. And the 50th, I'm saying the 50th already set the bar high by having those three doctors back. And then obviously bloody Tom Baker walks in at the end and it's like, you've sealed the deal here. So how do you top that? You get even more doctors. Do a two-parter so you can have the room for even more doctors. Or just a feature length. That's what the day to day doctor, day to doctor with an hour and a half. Oh yeah, well then, just, yeah, you don't like, okay. Yes, more doctors, I'm fully with you there, but it's, just got to be written well so it's not like doctor 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 it's got to be this doctor's here for a reason i think obviously i think a good way to step this up above the last one well like this won't seal the deal but by having christopher eccleston back that'd be a that'd be a it'd be mm, a big talking huge selling point that was like getting um paul mcgann back for the webisode would have been nice to have him in the episode to be honest but that kind of thing it's a boom it's a drop the mic like john hurt as the doctor is like yeah yeah Mm. it's it's i think it'd be a strong choice yes so that is it from us is it mm-hmm. i don't want to go you want to go that we are for everybody that has listened to this all three of you thank you very much we are done with series one of exterminate doctor who bear yes. that in mind series one because we will be back uh in september i think we shall return with series. I like how he looks at me as if I'm supposed to answer. In that. series two, but I'm just more just thinking. Series, oh, oh. we'll be back in September for series two, where we are then going to switch this around. Instead of doing the bad episodes, do they deserve a second chance? We're going to do the best episodes and what makes them so good, and are they actually maybe overrated? That's going to be mm-hmm. our little spin for next series. Yep. So please do return for that if you are waiting for that subscribed to this channel please that you're watching if you're watching on youtube subscribe to this channel mm-hmm. if you're not subscribed to this channel and you're listening on spotify still subscribe anyway aiden gula media <laughs> but also follow us on and instagram there that's the other thing i was about to say and follow us on instagram as well to keep up with our regular posts edw news every day 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 yeah all day every day that's yeah. <laughs> no edw <laughs> underscore podcast is the instagram so have a look there also as we just wrap this one up now, we are going to be doing a Batman podcast in, we are. in between um, this and the net, in in between series one and two of this. So again, if you are wanting to be, if you're a Batman fan, you go and tell me more about this. Again, subscribe mm-hmm. to that channel, follow the Instagram, because we'll post about them there. Or if you like it, you just want to hear George ramble about Batman because you've been enjoying the little teases, come and give us a listen because I'm going to be helming that one. We'll be sure. swapping places. We'll be swapping places if we can still use this room. So yeah, that will be called A Night with the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. It's a very good name. Thank you. So, <laughs> so we'll see you then. Thank you for listening on this timeless child journey. And goodbye. Hey everyone.